You're listening to Dim Sum and Vinsum, a podcast about food and culture by three Asian friends from three different continents. We're tackling rolls this episode. Spring rolls, egg rolls, chico rolls, all types of rolls. We talk about our experiences growing up with this communal food and how much we disappoint our parents with our poor rolling skills. Let's dig in. So this week we're talking about rolls. Uh... My, my personal favorite shape of food, Marissa, have you had any roll-based foods lately? I have. I made some rolls this week. I made nolhyang. So it's a Singaporean, Indonesian, Malaysian type dish. So it's basically a five-spiced meat roll. So you take five-spice powder, marinate with some meat, throw some vegetables in it, wrap it up in a bean curd skin, and then deep fry it. Ah, so the bean curd skin is like soft and raw, I guess? Yeah, so it comes in a frozen pack. And then the way that you prepare it is you take out your sheets, cut them up into the size that you want, take a moist wet cloth and then wipe it down. And then that gets the salt layer off of the skin and then it becomes soft and moist and you can you can flex it, you can shape it to how you want it to be. Oh my God, I was... As you were explaining this, I was like, okay, I've never had this before. But then I looked it up on Google Images. Yeah. I have like been craving this for like ever. <laughs> I have two left in my freezer. Oh my God. <laughs> I gotta come over and get some. This is this is insane. This is so delicious. Yeah, I love these. I I've been craving them as well for the longest time. And then I decided to try it myself. I've never made these before. But my parents and I were watching a Chinese New Year special from a Singaporean show. Mm. And they gave the recipe about how to make nolhyang. And so I said, Mom, it's so easy. I'm going to try and make it myself. And I did. And I'm pretty impressed with myself for my first try. So by the time I make it for you, it's going to be better. <laughs> Version 2.0. Uh, Ivy, have you had this before? Uh, I don't nolhyang. think. Nolhyang? No. Unless we have like a different version in Taiwan, I don't think so. I don't think I have that. Oh wait, you say it's kind of like the um, the shrimp one we had in yeah. Taiwan. Yeah, you could use the meat instead. We use ground pork in our recipe, but there's so many different versions of it. Even within Singapore, you you may have a a Diuju version, you may have a Hokkien version. So mm-hmm. people change it up all the time. Bean curd is so underrated as like a wrap. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's um, everyone's got you know like puff pastry or like whatever pastry, like spring roll lumpia wrappers are. But I think bean curd is like up there, like super mm-hmm. up there because it's so moist but mm-hmm. also so crispy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think in Taiwan you do have a very similar version. You just call it something different. Yeah, I think so. And then we'll put like egg inside. I think egg and meat, shrimp and meat. That's oh, shrimp and um, egg. Yeah, it's a pretty, uh, pretty universal kind of like food. Like I, like I know, like you have like Vietnamese spring rolls, which are like jia yao, and then you have lumpia, which is pretty much kind of like similar. And then you have like egg rolls in the U.S. So it's it's interesting seeing how like these like this original thing has like become so many different other types of food in different cultures. 
I think I grew up exclusively with like Vietnamese spring rolls. So I've never had like a lumpia before. Is that is that similar? It's interesting because in my family, I have I have part of my family that is from the Philippines and part that is from Singapore. And I remember going to gatherings with the Filipino side of my family. They would have lumpia on the mm. table. And then anytime I went over to Singapore side, it would be popia very similar thing different variation so there's always some sort of role in the in the menu somewhere but you would just have little different style stylings different ingredients and then different spices as well that went into the mix yeah it's like the ultimate like potty food right yeah exactly white people white people have chips and like fries we got we got spring rolls it's funny you mentioned that too because growing up whenever we had a potluck, like a school gathering or something like that, I would always bring spring rolls to mm. the potluck because I knew no, no one else was going to bring it. Everyone else is bringing casseroles mm. and I don't make casseroles. Yeah. So I brought spring rolls instead, but they're always a hit because they're so simple. They're deep fried. Everyone loves them. You can never go wrong. Yeah, I've, uh, I've yet to meet someone who have like offered a spring roll to and haven't been like, oh, this is like, I don't like this. It's like deep fried goodness, you know, like mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. Like uh, when I was growing up, um, every time I'd have like a white friend over, my mom would just be like, oh my God, sh- should I make something? Do, do they want spring rolls? I'm going to make spring rolls. <laughs> no, they'd always be ready because like she'd always like spend the weekend just like wrapping them and like putting them in like mm-hmm. ice cream containers and putting them yeah. in the freezer. Yeah, like the ice cream containers that you'd like, you'd go late at night and you'd like rummage through the freezer looking for ice cream only to find it's like (laughs) frozen. (laughs) I don't think I grew up eating spring roll. I feel like I get into spring roll when I was in my first year in my undergrad, I think so. I didn't get into spring roll when I was little. Yeah, because when I saw that, I was like, what? Why there are so many vegetables inside? Like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, spring rolls are one of those things that takes a lot of time to prep. Like making the filling takes a long time. So you have to, and you have to make it for a large group of people mm-hmm. or else it, it doesn't really make sense to make that many ingredients to make what, 100 rolls. And you're not going to just eat that by yourself. You have to be able to share it with other people. Yes, I will say the the key to the spring roll is the sauce. I feel like the sauce is everything. Without the sauce, the spring roll is not spring roll. What's your favorite kind of sauce? What is the one that the classic one? Sour, sour and sweet, sweet and sour. sour. Yeah, sweet and sour. Yeah, like yeah, a- yeah. Uh, I think I have something similar in my fridge. Yeah, we always got this Thai brand. It's like an orange color with mm. and chili and, and carrot yeah. in it. I, I'm weird. I don't really like the sauce. What? No. You don't do sauce? For, for, fried, for fried spring rolls, I don't really like the sauce. I just take it plain. But if it's Vietnamese spring roll with the peanut sauce, then yes. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good point. We should do a distinction between like spring rolls, the like egg roll type rolls. Mm-hmm. and spring rolls the rice paper rolls i guess it gets confusing because everyone's like calling it different things i think you should also make a distinction of egg roll versus spring roll because when i think egg roll 
I am distinctly thinking American Chinese buffet. Mm, like with giant rolls? So like The giant um, ones that have a thicker wrap. As big as your wrist? Yeah. Because yeah. I think fried spring rolls, lumpia, they have very similar textures. It's it's a thinner wrapper mm. and it, it's crispier. But the egg rolls are a lot thicker in consistency. Do you call damping spring uh, egg roll? Damping. Um, let me look this up. <laughs> Taiwanese classic breakfast. We call it egg roll, I think. So I don't know if you guys. Oh are... no. Oh, damping. No, That's an I actual think egg roll. <laughs> yeah, this one looks a little bit more similar to Hopia, but I think damping is just damping. Mm-hmm. This reminds me more of like an omelet than mm-hmm. anything. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah, I think I need like an authority on rolls to just like set out what each roll is called, just so there's like no longer any confusion. Yeah. Well, actually, no. This is really funny that you mentioned this now with that with the whole egg roll thunbing thing because again, American Chinese egg roll is like a spring roll with a very specific wrapper. But then what you're talking about now with with this, and then you see all those uh, animes, K-dramas with the actual egg rolls that they put yeah. in the bento boxes. And those are technically egg rolls too. Egg rolls too, yeah. yeah. I think in Korean, it's like gedang roll or something, like egg roll. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's too many egg rolls is what we're saying. Yeah. So I'm just up. so confused. Like, what? which one yeah. are you guys talking about? Someone needs to step up. In the world and just be like, this is an egg roll. This is not an egg roll. This yeah. is an egg roll. <laughs> they just don't have the enough uh, vocabulary for each roll. Yeah. yeah this is, eggs are too versatile. You can do too many things with them. Mm-hmm. I think that's why people end up dis- distinguishing it just by the, the country of origin. Like Korean egg roll uh, Korean or egg Japanese roll. egg roll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just Vietnamese. Eat. Yeah. Egg do you roll? have egg rolls? <laughs> I don't think so. I think those are just spring rolls. Yeah. And the and the uh, like Vietnamese like rice paper rolls is just like either rice paper rolls. I've seen someone call it a summer roll, like in like juxtaposition as spring roll. Yeah, I've seen Kinda that. Makes sense, I guess. I was gonna ask you that because I know when I go to re- Vietnamese restaurants, sometimes they'll have the distinction of yeah. spring roll versus summer roll, and I've noticed that it's easier to just say summer roll because they seem to distinguish those as the rice paper yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, rice pit, it's also confusing because sometimes people will make like spring rolls using rice paper. Right. Yeah. Like they'll, they'll uh, fry up like little rice paper, like wrapped spring rolls. Oh. So the easiest way, I guess, is just to call it what it is in this like original language. Native tongue. Native tongue. That's right. Yeah. Like growing up, I had, I had like my family really loved like spring rolls and summer rolls and stuff uh we used to like do a lot of like family gatherings on the weekend and summer rolls i'm, I'm gonna stop calling it summer roll it's just stupid to me <laughs> rice paper rolls rice paper rolls were always like one of the big things we'd always eat because it's so communal right, right. like you, everyone's wrapping their own thing mm-hmm. um when you get when you guys get like rice paper rolls are you normally wrapping it yourself or is it like pre-wrapped for you i always wrap my oh wait are you talking about the vietnamese ones the yeah, rice the vietnamese ones. Oh, I, I don't i haven't made those myself yet but i actually remember in college you always have the asian asian student associations yeah the ASA, like. yeah so 
There would always be some event during the year from one of the organizations that would set up a summer roll wrapping event. And then you'd have everyone coming together. The sorority would go off and cook all the ingredients and then everyone (laughs) would come in and just wrap them together. So I haven't tried it with the rice paper ones. I'd imagine it's kind of sticky to try. You have to do it very fast. Actually, the first time I tried it, it was three weeks ago. I was in my aunt's house and she was like, let's make a spring roll. I was like, okay. And I didn't know. And she's like, you have to be really quick because the Mm -hmm. rice paper yeah, the rice paper is getting like sticky and then it's yeah. so hard to like. Yeah. It's actually a real science to it because you got to like dip in your rice paper in the hot water but mm. take it out before your fingers burn. Mm. But also like leave it long enough for it to get soft, but not too soft or it'll get soggy and break. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've only done wrappers with bean curd skin for mm-hmm. the and then regular, the regular ones that you fry. And those are a little bit easier to control. But one thing I've noticed is that you kind of have to get it fresh because sometimes we like to get them and freeze them. So if you have to make spring rolls, you can take it out. But what happens when you freeze is that sometimes it gets really brittle. So then when you're trying to wrap it, it'll break. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My uh, my mom was always like to my sister, if you want to be a good wife, (laughs) I'll learn how to wrap these things. What? (laughs) Oh, this is funny. This is funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, is one of those things your parents tell you like, oh, if you want to be like, you know, married, you got to do this. Uh-huh. Yeah. My yeah. parents never told me to do this. Like they always say, you have to wash your dishes. That's it. They don't expect me to cook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, at least for me, I remember joking with my, one of my friends about this before, and she's also Singaporean. And in Singapore, uh, there's a group of people called Pranagans which is kind of where a lot of our families are from. And what you call a female from that community is called a nonya. And so there's this whole list of things that you need to be able to do to be a good nonya, which is like embroidery, cooking, all that type of stuff. And so she and I were joking about how we're terrible at at cooking or terrible at making everything from scratch. It's like none of us would have survived in the 1800s if we had, if this was our qualifications for being a good Southern wife. (laughs) (laughs) It should have, they should reprint those things just for historical sake. I think that's like super interesting how like values have changed. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what it said for the dude section. It was just like, just be you. Honestly, honestly, yeah. I feel like the wife expectations are always a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah, especially in culture. For guys, is that you have money and then you are able to buy a house and then able to buy a car. I think that's it. <laughs> yeah, you just have to have money. My mom yeah. just wanted me to be happy. <laughs> and my sister to learn how to roll spring rolls. <laughs> Two sides of the same coin, you see. I will say, though, wrapping spring rolls can be very therapeutic. Mm. I, I really enjoy doing it. it. just It's a good way to pass the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there is something to, like, mindless isn't the right word, but just, like, mindless, like, repetition. I think it's meditative. Like, it's meditative. That's totally right. Um, so we had a couple other roles that we wanted to talk about that weren't exactly spring or uh, summer roles but fell into, the, or egg rolls, but fell into the roll category. Uh, kimbap, is that a roll? Of and course that's a roll. Sushi, yeah? Yeah, of course that's a roll. I remember people 
people didn't really get on the kimbap train, I feel, until the last decade or so. I think that's when I started, started to see people really recognize what it was. Because beforehand, I remember people would be like, is this just sushi? Mm-hmm. And then you have to ex- you yeah. have to explain, no, it's not sushi. It's Korean. Oh my God, is this, is this just sushi with <laughs> Spam and this, this yellow vegetable? Yeah, it's oh my it God. totally different. That's funny. I didn't know this is from Korea. I always, because I feel like um, if you're in, not like a traditional Japanese restaurant in Taiwan, if you go, if you go to like, how do you say it? Like the small restaurant and then they will say, oh yeah, we're going to, and then they will have this. So I always assumed that it's like Taiwanese version sushi. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know that this is from Korea. I didn't know it. I, yeah, I was because my mom is like, if I tell my mom I want sushi, sometimes she will give me this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm just like very confused. I was like, okay, I guess this is Taiwanese version, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, sushi and kimbap both have seaweed and they both have rice. Mm-hmm. I can kind of see the similarities. Yeah, like foundationally, they're both very similar. Like mm-hmm. Seaweed, rice. I guess the difference is just. I don't know, like, I guess, like, Western sushi is very, like, roll-based. Mm-hmm. Like, when I think of Japanese sushi, it's more like nigiri, yeah. sashimi, maybe yeah. some maki. But it's never, like, a whole roll of sushi. Yeah, and that's a good American fusion sushi is all very roll-based, and it gets very chaotic. Oh, so many <laughs> Yes, roles. that is not sushi, but some of them are great. <laughs> yeah, you like the, uh, I, I really like the, uh, the stuff with like orange mayonnaise. I don't, I don't know what it's called. It's just, okay. it looks so bad for you, but it's so tasty. I was really hoping you were going to say that and not say cream cheese because I do not like cream cheese. Oh, I've had cream cheese on a, on a sushi. It's pretty good. <laughs> cream cheese salmon roll. That yeah. is okay. Yeah, but not the best, but it's okay. Yeah. I just think it's the texture is weird to me when you have just a little slab of cream cheese in your sushi i'm not gonna stand for this cream cheese slander i like cream cheese on bagels but i don't want it in with seaweed and rice if japanese know this they'll be really angry like what is going on probably don't even see it as sushi they're just like oh it's american food yeah yeah i i like what is really big as like convenience food that isn't like in australia that isn't as big here in the u.s is the sushi roll there's like a ton of like small like i wouldn't even call it fast casual it's straight up fast food like sushi style restaurants where they just have like a bunch of rolls and you buy like a roll at a time maybe it's different in like bigger cities that aren't like (laughs) richmond (laughs) <laughs> that's what i'm that's what i'm missing like because so, sometimes you just get like oh i'll get like a chicken teriyaki sushi roll and the salmon sushi roll and that's like lunch that's I've, like I've seen those types of restaurants in london before mm-hmm. i think i got uh some sushi there when i was traveling at like a mm-hmm. subway station or something yeah but yeah they're like they're like a whole roll it's like eating kimbap by the yeah, 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 yeah. we have this in town too i was like yeah let's get that for dinner or for lunch what's time <laughs> Have you tried the sushi ritos before? Have you heard of a sushi what rito? The, what the what? No, what is okay, maybe this is just one guy's restaurant that he did this, but he basically made a giant sushi roll and combined it with a burrito concept. So you know, bur- when you get a burrito, it's very large. 
So just imagine that shape and that size, but it's sushi. That's sad. That's actually better than what I thought you were going to talk. I thought you meant sushi Dorito. And I was like, oh, what? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Sushi, sushi burrito, burrito makes more sense. Burrito. Yeah. It's actually amazing the, the shapes people have managed to make sushi. You know, like we had sushi burger, burger back in the Oh, Melbourne. yeah, yeah. Like the rice, uh, the rice is shaped in the buns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sushi burger. I feel, I find though with sushi, it's more appetizing in a small bite. If you mm. have it in like a burger or the sushi rito, I feel like it's not as satisfying. Uh, you might as well just be eating rice. <laughs> yeah, and that is like too much, too much seafood and rice at the same time. time. <laughs> I think small bites are better. Think about it, if you put such uh, uh, wasabi inside and if you didn't like put it <laughs> on the right way and then you just have it one bite and then it just, yeah. wow. Sushi pizza, I think I've seen before too. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't imagine that. Yeah. I wonder what hasn't been sushied. Mm. I don't know. But yeah. back to your, your kimbap question. Mm. Have you tried making kimbap before? No, I see it all the time in like Korean variety shows and it looks very fun. Yeah. Because uh, they'll, uh, they'll chop up like ham and uh, like spam and all that stuff, a lot of spam into like long rectangles and then they'll like feed it to each other. Mm-hmm. You know, idols. And I'm like, oh, I wish I could be their friend. <laughs> but uh, no, I haven't made. Have you made kimbap before? I have. It's It's pretty fun. It's I will say I think it's easier than making sushi because mm. of the the part that you have to roll. Like when you're rolling sushi, the rice is on the bottom, so you have to make sure it doesn't stick. But when you have the, the seaweed on the outside, I feel like it's easier to control. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I would like to make kimbap because um, I know there's like, feels like there's less rules with kimbap. Like sushi feels like very like, elegant to me it's like ah oh, it's this mystical art which kimbap feels more like commuter style like ah oh, it's like a quick lunch kind of thing it's more casual yeah it's like, it's a, like a snack item almost proper. yeah it's funny we're talking about rolls because <clears throat> there's a chain of vietnamese fast casual places in australia and their name is rolled really <laughs> yeah and they serve like uh summer roll <laughs> rice paper rolls uh-huh and they do uh, banh mi's as well, which I guess is also technically mm-hmm. a type of roll because colloquially they're known as pork rolls back home. Banh mi, really? Yeah, but people call them people used to call them pork rolls. Oh, interesting. But uh, I think people have gotten better with like, ah, uh, that's that's too hard to say. We'll just call it something white. People are getting better at like saying ah oh, banh mi. Oh wait, they had a hard time saying banh mi. It's just like the attitude back then was just like, ah, it's foreign. I don't want to say it. Is Fami the one like has a bread outside? Yeah, it's like a French baguette. Subway. Okay. Yeah. French. Subway. Subway. Not really Subway. <laughs> I know. You said baguette, so. Yeah. I guess, yeah. I guess Subway is also type. Is a sub a roll? No. <laughs> I think sub is a sandwich. What is a roll? What isn't a roll? I'm getting confused. And <laughs> on the topic of Subway, I read this actually really interesting article about how Subway in Korea is so much better than Subway 
everywhere else. And that's why, like, like the perception of Subway in Korea is, like, super, like, fancy. And that's why there's so much product placement in, like, K-dramas. Yeah, because I was actually, we've talked about this before, that we should just do an episode in the future just talking about why is there so much Subway in every yeah. K-drama? It's <laughs> just, just 15 minutes of us saying, like, when, saying, why does why? everyone eat at barbecue chicken? Why Subway? And it's always the same uh, fried chicken place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, Subway, it's interesting. I think if I, I haven't been to Asia in a while, but I would love to go eat at Subway in Asia and compare it to how it is here because people don't really eat at Subway anymore. No, ever since Jared Fogel. Like before Subway just started in Taiwan, everyone is like crazy, crazy for it. It's like, it's mm. a trend. It's not even you're eating healthy. It's just a trend. It's kind of like McDonald's. Yeah. Uh, okay. I didn't, I didn't get it because it's just like, oh, it's just sandwiches. Yeah, and it's so expensive. You just, and they didn't put, so I noticed one thing different is that they put very little stuff, like very little meat in Taiwan for you. So it's very expensive. But if I'm in America, they give you more meat. In America, they just give you everything. Land yeah. is free, baby. <laughs> yeah, and then in Taiwan, is like everything just a little, and then it turned out like very expensive. Mm-hmm. So people just stopped to going because it's expensive. Yeah. Like when it started, everyone is like so crazy. Like, oh, it, you eat Subway. Oh my God, so fancy. Or like, yeah, you're just in, on the trend. <laughs> funny you mentioned that. Everything's bigger in America. The... The subway sandwiches are bigger. The portions are bigger. Even our sushi is bigger. So you get a yeah. sushi burrito instead. <laughs> even, our, even our rolls are bigger. Like our yeah. uh, the spring, the tiny, tiny spring roll of Vietnam has suddenly become the egg roll, <laughs> giant monstrosity. How about Australia? Is everything big too? Uh yeah, bigger. Uh, like not as big as the U.S. I don't think. I don't think anywhere touches the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> The U.S. is ridiculous. Our portion sizes are not portion sizes. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, like in Australia, we have our own version of the egg roll. It's called the Chico roll. But it's like, uh, it's it's the same principle. Because um, like... What's in the, the origin? In the 1800s, uh, during the gold rush, there was a lot of Chinese miners that came to like pan for gold. Mm. and you know they they probably brought their food and it's this food has kind of evolved over time but it's just like an egg roll wrapper with like meat and cabbage inside oh interesting i remember i was watching a interview i think with florence Pugh, where she was talking about the origins of different british foods and she was talking about a cornish pasty Mm. and it's kind of the same thing it's these workers had to go to the railroad or the mine or whatever and they needed something they that needed they, a way to yeah fit everything stuff. into their pocket or whatever so that's mm-hmm. why you get this roll or this pasty that just has meat and your vegetable in it so uh-huh. it's a universal yeah. concept it's actually amazing the amount of foods that have been born out of necessity mm-hmm. that have like just become commonplace like a sandwich was invented because someone didn't want to get their hands dirty or whatever Mm-hmm. pasty because they needed a way to transport the food from the mines makes you think you know makes you think about the role of roles if you will 
<laughs> but on that too, what what do you think the reasoning was behind roles and the shape of roles and how to actually wrap the roles? Because there's kind of a standard way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm, there is a technique to it. Um, I think honestly, and this is gonna sound super dumb, but it's because our hands hold things like that, like sticks. You know, we make a closed, we make a fist. And that just so happens to perfectly fit um, the roll shape. You guys can't see this at home, but I'm physically making a roll shape with my fist. It looks, like he, it looks like he has an invisible telescope. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to put it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's, that's my theory. What do you think? With a lot of the rolls that we mentioned today, you have to fry them. And putting them into smaller sizes makes it easier to control. Mm, they don't like uh, explode as much. Yeah, because if you have a giant one, it, the outside's going to get cooked faster. And then the inside may not get cooked at all. But if you have them in smaller portions, it's all kind of equal distribution of heat. Yeah. You ever see a poorly wrapped spring roll explode? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The worst. But those are also the first ones that you get to eat because they're mm. True. Oh yeah, that, those are my favorite as well. Like growing up, because my mom would be making spring rolls, I'd just be <laughs> like, "Give you all the ugly ones." She's like, "Oh, you can have the ugly ones. <laughs> These are for guests." You, you... <laughs> That's what happened when we were making the spring roll too. It's like, yeah, you, we can just eat this because the yeah, the one that yeah. is ugly, and then let's get the neighbor the perfect one. Uh, so she was like, "Okay, child, here are the ones made for you." <laughs> And then by the time it's like dinner time, you're like already full because you're eating yeah. like 10 spring rolls. <laughs> it's uh, a trick. Get get you full on the ugly ones so that you don't steal the good ones from the guests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mems. Um, but on the topic of Subway and America and food, do you reckon any of these foods could be a standalone like franchise? Like, could you... Could you imagine like a lumpia franchise opening up and they always sell lumpia kind of thing? I can imagine that for lumpia because I think lumpia has a lot of different variations even by itself. Mm. I think if you go look on Wikipedia for lumpia, you're going to find a bunch of different types of lumpia. But for some of the other ones, I don't know. Maybe egg rolls. So you could have all your different variations of egg rolls. Yeah. Maybe it's just like the same egg roll shell, but it's like different flavors. Mm -hmm. I've seen like Philly cheesesteak egg rolls before. I've seen that too. Yeah. Can you imagine someone, if we made a a roll chain, a spring roll chain, and then you just start making random ingredients, you could easily just come up with another mozzarella stick. Oh, but, you totally do that. And you have a dessert spring roll. Oh would, my God, do we have a new business? <laughs> I, I personally think that would taste really weird, but I think you can get really creative with it. Yeah. It's like, you, would you? Would, it, would they be the big rolls or the smaller rolls? I'm sure you could maneuver it however you want to. Because actually, one thing I actually tend to do, and especially for doing pulpia at home, is we take crushed peanuts and put them on top as a garnish. And then sometimes when I'm just full, I'll just make my own wrapper with just peanuts. So it'll just be like- Oh my a God, you monster. Yeah, I know, I, I know. 
I did that. I kind of want to like, yeah, share about this crazy roll in Taiwan. So it's called ice cream roll. <laughs> we have pistachio and then peanuts and baking soda, ice cream and cilantro inside. It's so good. Wait, so uh, you, you got me until cilantro. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to have cilantro, but you can have it. If you have it, it's so great. And then actually, I think this has come from another row. It's just very normal, basic row. So we have this row in Tom Tom's Whipping Day. I don't know if you know it. It's it's the day, and then we will go to visit our family's grave, mm-hmm. like all the family going there. And then after that, we will all come home, and then the family will prepare for the food, and then you just roll your own row. So we will basically have. Um, dry tofu, cabbage, egg, sausage, and carrot, bean sprout, mm. and then peanuts, like the crushed peanuts as well. Mm. I think then I th- because we are using the same wrap, and yep. then because of this, I think people turn it to a different way to put ice cream inside. <laughs> it turned out really great. Oh, and then yeah. sometimes when I'm just hungry, I would just have a wrap and it was a, a crushed peanuts and then some yeah. sugar inside and I just eat it. It's so good. Especially when you're a kid, you love sweet things. Yeah. And that's why I loved doing the peanut ones when me I was a kid. Well. <laughs> my, my mom, they will catch me like, stop eating. <laughs> some, of my eating fond- sugar. some of my fondest memories as a kid is like, um, Making our own like summer rolls, and then me like not putting any vegetables in mine whatsoever, <laughs> and then like my mom catching me and yelling at me. So it happens when you give too much power to a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't put peanuts in my roll though. Nothing weird like that. Well, peanuts are so normal. Mm-hmm. Crushed peanuts are very normal. You're just missing out. I would, I would put like crushed peanuts in my sauce. You know. Never. My brown sauce. Kind of cilantro. Cilantro. What's <laughs> cilantro? Oh man, that's that's, that's not right. <laughs> it shouldn't be legal. You guys need to try it. Once you try it, you understand. Oh, I don't like cilantro. Cilantro. <laughs> Required taste. That's for sure. Cilantro is like durian, from what I've noticed. You either love it or you hate it. Yeah, yeah. My aunt hated. Just like, what is this? <laughs> And you like it? I like it. Compared to all the other things that you don't like. <laughs> yeah, Ivy, what the fuck? <laughs> Ivy, I'm gonna get you a bouquet of cilantro <laughs> for your birthday. <laughs> Happy graduation! Here's a bouquet Happy of cilantro. One time, my aunt tried the. Um, she was making Mexican food, and then she put cilantro inside. It's so good. I think in Mexican food, a little bit of cilantro is okay. I don't know what yeah. it is, but because I think they they don't put either they don't put as much or just taste better with their food. Whenever I've had cilantro with like Chinese food, I just feel like it gets so overpowering. No, it's perfect. <laughs> okay, wow. I just it. I just don't like cilantro. Americans <laughs> fight so hard for cilantro. <laughs> There's another ice cream roll that I want to bring up, which is the rolled ice cream that was over Thai ice cream yeah Thai rolled ice cream that got made really popular yeah yeah Thai rolled ice cream I'm gonna look it up I, I love watching those videos on YouTube yeah they have this circular plate 
and then you pour the cream over and then they they have these little what do you call them like spatula things yeah uh-huh, uh-huh. used to freeze the cream it's kind of like a teppanyaki yeah i know this i always wanted to try it mm. it's really good so I, I went to uni with a couple guys who went to thailand came back brought that business idea and they turned it into a franchise worth <laughs> millions I think I called it like scrolled or something like that. Nice, nice. But yeah, they're making so much money selling like Thai, uh, Thai rolled up ice cream. Yeah, there's another guy that also did that in my hometown as well. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he's making millions, but oh, they make they they open so many shops because <laughs> like every like every shopping center you just like see one like on mm-hmm. like the stall. Do we uh-huh. have this in Richmond? Uh, I think I do actually. Do we? I remember like a bulb presentation. Like someone was doing it. Okay. I don't know that I've seen it or been. I need to look it up because I want to try it. I don't have a chance <laughs> to try it. It's honestly just ice cream. It's just ice cream. It's just ice cream in a, in a scroll shape. Yeah. If you want the same effect, you can buy like Ben and Jerry's and just kind of scrape it. With <laughs> It's really more for the gram than anything else. Or at least the last couple years, it seemed like it was more for that than the actual taste. It's more for like the the uh, the visual of like watching someone make it, and also because they're making it like firsthand, you can like request whatever flavor you want. Mm. I've seen people make it with like Coke. It's pretty cool, like Coca Cola. Uh I thought you say Coke. Oh, not that Coke. <laughs> yeah, you can get really fancy with it. I they do the Thai tea flavor. Mm, really ice, and that one's really good. That's like my favorite flavor to get. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a Oreo boy. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed that. Thank you for listening and join us next time for more dim sum and vent sum. Cheers.